Welcome to Counseling Over Coffee, a podcast of Redeemer Counseling Group. Whether you are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher, we are happy to have you. And if you enjoy this podcast, it helps if you rate and review us, particularly on Apple Podcasts. And of course, any sharing of the podcast on social media is greatly appreciated. For more information about Redeemer Counseling Group, you can visit our website at RedeemerCounselingGroup.com or look us up on Facebook. And with that, here is Cherie with Counseling Over Coffee. It's a beautiful day here in Orlando, Florida. It's probably 75 degrees and sunny in December. I still haven't gotten used to it after 21 years. And today I'm here with my husband, Benny. Hello. We're sitting in my little office together and we're going to be talking about listening. So, Benny, I don't know. Have you even had the chance to hear all the podcasts? Yes, um, I have so been. far. I've been listening to them. They sound great. You're doing a great job. Aww, really thanks. like them. Well, it's funny. We um, one of the things I'm really enjoying is on Facebook. I don't know if you've even uh, been able to notice this, but on Facebook, I interact with some of our listeners uh-huh. kind of regularly, and the series I've been doing on listening has been really well received. It's been really encouraging. That's great. And one of the messages I got from somebody had to do with the question of, do men and women listen differently? And so I put out a question on Facebook to some listeners to see what they thought about whether or not the series I've been doing applies to men, first Mm -hmm. of all. And secondly, do men listen differently than women? So... I thought I'd invite you in, well, and let's talk about it. Well, thank you. I, <clears throat> Excuse me. I can't wait to hear what some of the feedback was on that. I'm sure it's interesting. Yeah, it was. Um, it 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 was different. There was a contrast. Okay. Some people said that they felt that women and men don't listen differently. Uh, that it's not a gender issue, but a couple of people said, yeah, they thought that there were differences and. Uh, what men and women listen for or how they listened just in general. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be fun because you and I haven't talked about what we're going to be talking about here. Yes. This is going to be more nerve wracking, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but we, I just want to invite our listeners <clears throat> and I'm having some trouble with my throat, so I might be clearing my throat some um, invite our listeners to just, be at the dining room table after a meal. You know how we love as a family at times to just sit around and chat after family meals. So um, I just want this to be an exchange back and forth. I didn't want us to talk about it much. Just so it will have a very natural feel. We might say things that the other one disagrees with, (laughs) which wouldn't be too unusual, Right, right? Right. And if so, then we can disagree even here on the podcast. So my question for you is, you know, you've been pastoring for 50 years, almost. Almost. And you've done a lot of talking and a lot of listening. (laughs) Mostly talking. (laughs) So I'm wondering, do you think there's a difference in how men and women listen? Uh, That's a very, actually a very good question. I mean, I don't know how 
There are differences between men and women, obviously, in a, in a lot of areas, and I don't know the specifics about men and women listening. I do know that if the question is, are women better listeners than men, that may be true, but I wonder how cultural that is, because I don't really think that listening is a, is a gender issue. So you don't? No. All right, so what do you mean by there might be some cultural influences? Well, I think that, particularly in the church, there can be at times this um, uh, narrow view of uh, manhood and womanhood, and there's that sense of, uh, well, women are like this and men are like that. Yeah. And there's some truth to that. I just don't think listening is necessarily gender-related. Well, it's, it's really interesting. Um, this morning, I was looking at some stuff online, and I found some pretty reputable research that was done by mm-hmm. uh, three universities, the University of New Mexico, University of California, and the University of Indiana. And so in this very involved research, to be honest, I didn't quite understand a lot of it. Mm-hmm. It was pretty academic. But they were talking about the differences in gray and white matter in the brain and how each are involved in listening, right brain, left brain Uh stuff. But the conclusion that these researchers came to was that men tend to be what they called action listeners. Mm -hmm. So you might imagine what that means, right? Mm -hmm. That men listen to hear information pertinent to the conversation or the issue. Right, and what can I do about it? Right, exactly. And what action needs to be taken, either to correct the situation, help, fix, or just what's some action, some task items that you need to walk away from the conversation with, right? Correct. Whereas women tend to be what they called people listeners. Hmm. We tend or lean toward hearing emotional undertones and relational messages. So your left brain lights up more if you're a typical guy. Mm -hmm. Your left brain lights up more when you're listening on a brain scan. Whereas my right and left brain light up almost equally when I'm listening. So here's what's really interesting, though. Mm -hmm. These studies were looking for gender differences in listening. Right. And what they found out is that these different trends in listening are there. I mean, they're doing brain scans as men and women are hearing the exact same information. But there was no evidence that one gender listens better than the other. Right. It's more what men listen for or women listen for. Right. So that that really enforces what you were saying. What do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, I think that speaks to uh, how we're not complete, none of us. We, we all are, uh, we all need other people. You know, we need others to show us the way. And that while I may have a tendency to listen, you know, with this kind of agenda-driven uh perspective that talking about with males, I can learn 
how to listen hmm. and to really hear the other person, biblically speaking. I mean, that's what Jesus did, you know. And so I, I don't know. I, I, I do think that, that that's, yeah, there's differences between men and women, but listening, uh, the skill of listening is not a gender-related issue. I think that that would support that. So, so let's talk a little bit about how listening in our relationship has changed over the years, because mm-hmm. I think it has. I hope so. I mean, anybody who's been married almost 50 years, right, right. there should be some changes, yes, right? Yes, right. So as a guy, how would you... Would would you say I think you've grown as a listener? Okay, that's I've good. definitely that's good news. Experienced that. Would you Would you say that? Do you Do you feel that? Yes, I do. I mean, I do feel that I've become a better listener, and I it I feel that way because it's been work to do it. Hmm. I mean, it's been I've had to um, learn listening skills. Uh, to to make myself a better listener, you know, particularly as 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 a pastor. So, well, we're talking about our relationship oh, right true. now. You remember, say that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, what have you worked on as a husband? And you can also it's it's going to affect other people, right? Right. right. Any growth in our relationship right. is going to affect the people, other people in our lives. Right. So. And I know I'm I'm kind of throwing this question out to hear you without any preparation. Right. What have you? Are there things that you have actively worked on as a listener? Yes, and I mean I, I want to say that part of the reason why I you know feel that there's been growth is because as we've worked closer together more and more as it relates to counseling, uh, I've seen my need to become more like you in terms of that skill of listening. You have a tremendous ability to listen and make people feel like they're the only person in the room. And then I used to, in years past, talk like I was the only person in the room. So, I mean, that (laughs) there was a big gap there. So I appreciate that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I think listening just, honestly, it comes more naturally to me, Benny. Maybe. You know, my, my second grade teacher talked about what an empathetic and compassionate little girl I was mm-hmm. and how I was regularly asking her questions. Okay. Right. So, you know, that was 60 some years ago. Yeah, no surprise. So I think it comes naturally to some people more than others. And I don't know that that's a gender issue. I don't think it is. I don't think it is because I've seen... Uh, I've known men who were very good listeners and women who were not. Yeah, you're right. And vice versa. So I I just don't think it's gender related. So can you think of one or two things that you've consciously worked on to grow as a listener? I think probably the, the biggest issue for me has been to be able to uh, try to concentrate on what the other person is saying and think about asking questions mm. uh, rather than forming opinions. It's very easy for me when somebody else is talking for me to start thinking about what the right answer or right perspective is to what they're saying. For me to then listen and, and think, okay, 
I want to know more. I want to know more. That's, yeah. that's hard for me. And that's the work I've been trying to do. Well, it's interesting that you say that because I wonder, you know, we've talked over the years right. about how as a pastor, people often come to you right. to get advice. Right. Do you think the way the person approaches you and such a pattern of people coming to you for advice created that um, that sort of, well, you, you're coming to me, you must be asking for my advice. I don't, I don't think it created it. I think it fed what was there naturally. I like being the answer man. I like being the one who has answers and can solve problems and can fix situations. And so I think people bringing those expectations to me in my office or in different situations uh, just fed into my natural inclination to want to be the answer man. And so I, I think there was... It just kind of fed off of each other. That's all. So do you, that's that's a great point. So do you think that these people that have come to you over many decades really were looking for advice? I think they thought they were looking for advice. Okay. And well, and they probably were looking for advice. But what they didn't, re- I think, what they didn't realize was that what they were really looking for was what the Holy Spirit was doing in their lives. And so for me to tell them what the Holy Spirit's doing in their lives is presumptuous. Right. But to ask questions and help them discover what the Holy Spirit's saying, that's a real different approach. And it's not one that I am, you know, naturally inclined towards. So if I hear you, you're saying that... Nice reflection. <laughs> you're saying that you're, the assumption that people are coming to me for advice impacted your the ease with which and the and the good feelings that you had in giving advice right so let's take it out of the pastor's office okay let's talk about you know being a dad Mm -hmm. do you or a, a friend or a husband yeah the husband part's probably a good one too so do do you think that, you know, being a father, being a husband, do you think the kids and I, did you assume that when we would come to you about things that we were wanting answers or advice? Well, with the kids, what I assumed is that they needed my advice. Uh, and so even if they weren't coming to me for it, I would want them to get it. <laughs> right. But in our relationship, I think I did. I think I assumed that you were coming to me with a problem to fix and that I needed to kind of, you know, all right, be the good husband and really figure this out and help, you know, my wife to think about this right and to, you know, understand it more properly. And therefore, that fit right into my desire to teach and let everybody, you know, ins- instruct everybody into what the right answer is. Yeah. And so you and I have talked about right. over the years, I would say probably about, especially maybe. 10 or 15 years ago yeah, or so, right. I remember us having conversations yes. where I said, Benny, I'm, I'm your wife. I'm not, you know, Sally church member <laughs> coming to you for you to share with me all your wisdom and your biblical right. knowledge. Right? I, don't rem- I don't remember what we were talking about, but I do remember one situation where we were talking and you just looked at me, kind of stared at me and said, 
I don't need you to instruct me on complementarianism. <laughs> right. I thought, oh, yeah, you're right. You don't need that instruction. And that, you know, so that that's the kind of thing we're talking about here. Yeah, I think, um, I know sometimes I really have wanted your advice. Right. I've thought, I, I really want to hear Benny's thoughts on this. But there were times, mm-hmm. you know, where it felt like, the way you help is by instructing and teaching. Right, right. And you're really good at it. You're you're yeah. w- one of my favorite preachers. Well, thank you. You know a lot about the scripture, and you have uh, really honed those skills over the years. And so um, I've, I've valued your advice, and I've come to you for advice. But I think maybe that's 5% of the right, time. Right, right. Most of the time, I'm looking for understanding mm-hmm. or I'm looking for um, help right. with because I'm an internal processor I process things inwardly whereas you process things verbally right so I need help that's not instructional right it's helping me by being compassionate and patient and empathetic and that's an area you have really made a well, lot I appreciate of progress that. in. The real, but one of the challenges also has been that um, there's not many people who are better question askers than you are. Mm-hmm. And so that was always a challenge to know, okay, she probably knows what the right question is that she needs to ask herself, but do I know it? And it became, it, I, I used to get really kind of caught up in my head as trying to figure out what the next question should be that's really going to help rather than just enter into what it is that you're experiencing and not worry about you know the 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 process being more important than the content well I appreciate you sharing that but I also contributed to that pattern because I would and, and we've talked about this in years past. I would at times come to you and and if you didn't listen or respond or ask questions the way I wanted you to, then I would get frustrated and just withdraw because you weren't doing it right. Right. So so I we both contributed to that. Right. And I think it would be probably good for everybody to know that uh, sometimes those conversations were hard. They were really and, hard, and that 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 w- that has been one of the more difficult things for us to have to work through. But listening is really a part of the growth process, and makes a huge difference with a husband and wife. Yeah, as you're talking, I'm thinking about what what we're what we're um, hitting on here, and that's that we've both needed to grow. I think for me and my pride, mm. I, I I did see myself as the better listener. And I think in, in some yeah. ways I was. Well, but, yeah. but I also um, tried to put on you that you had to listen a certain way. Right, right. Uh, in order for it to be meaningful for me. Yeah, and that was, I mean, that's been challenging over the years. But you've, you're, you don't do that nearly as much anymore. So I would say, yes, you have grown. In that, in that particular area of listening, you know. 
Well, thank you. And do you remember, do you remember that old story that really impacted us? I'm just thinking about, you read it in a book somewhere about the woman who went to the grocery store. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. What what was that? I don't remember, but she goes to the grocery store and she comes home and it's raining and she's frustrated and she comes in the house Mm -hmm. and she's on the verge of tears and she's complaining about having to bag her own groceries and take them out to the car and the bags got wet and some of the groceries fell out and she had to load them into her car and she's sharing all this with the husband and do you remember what the husband said no the husband said you just need to change grocery stores (laughs) right right i think it was gary smalley book actually now that i think about it so the husband was trying to help he he really was trying to help her oh yeah but it did not help that wife. Right. It was great advice. Yeah. But that's not what she was looking for. <laughs> right. right. What she was looking for was a hug. Right. What she was looking for is, honey, go sit down. I'm so sorry. Let me get the yeah. groceries it's for you. It's been a hard day. Yeah. And let's order some pizza for right. dinner so you right. don't even have to cook, right? Right. And that resonated with us. Yeah. Because I think that was really pretty descriptive of my... Uh, at times, mm-hmm. you know, unloading on you at the wrong time, but at times also you're Fix it fixing, trying to fix the situation. Right. And right. so, so what would you say to guys listening? So most of my listeners are women, mm-hmm. and but I would love to give them um, the ability to share this podcast with maybe their husband or boyfriend, Mm -hmm. their son, their dad, um, men in their lives. And what would you say to men who would say, you know what, I do fine at listening. Uh, And if my wife would just listen to me and accept my solutions for things, or if he functions in that more traditional trend that these right. studies are showing, right. what would you say to men about how to grow as a listener? I think, first of all, guys, I don't assume that because you're not talking that you are listening. Oh, tell me uh, more what you mean by that. Well, I, I think a lot of times men think that because they've heard and can uh, regurgitate the content that they've listened. Uh, And I would say that's not really what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, Listening really is using the content, if you will, of what's being communicated to really begin a process of leaning in, of wanting to know more, of being curious about what uh, is happening in this conversation, what's happening in my wife's experience or my daughter's experience, and, and, and how are they doing with it? How is this impacting them and affecting them? And so, guys, I would say, just because you're not talking doesn't mean that you are listening. And second of all, I think there is a lot for us to learn about how to listen well and listen wisely. And again, I mean, you know, I've told you many times that, you know, watching you do this, I've learned a lot, but I've also learned a great deal just by rereading a lot of the stories in the Gospels and thinking, okay, how is Jesus listening to this? How is he hearing this? Because he would always come back, not always, many times he would come back with some pretty, 
interesting retorts and questions that you think, where in the world did that come from? But then all of a sudden you see what unfolds. It's what's really going on in the individual's wow. heart and life. And so that's, I, I think we have to not assume that we're good listeners. We have to recognize, actually, I don't think anybody should, but men in particular, I don't think you should assume that you're good listeners, that we need to work and grow and learn how to be effective listeners. This is really, it, I mean, my, my brain's firing, right? Uh -huh. Because you just talked about two really important things. First is the difference between process and content. Mm -hmm. And second, how listening can be Christ-focused right. and Christ-incarnating. And so, spirit-empowered, yeah. Right. So, how would you feel about us doing this again next week? I would love to hear, not just hear more from you. I'm just really enjoying this dialogue. Are you? Yes. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, how about if we continue this next week? Would that be okay? That'd be great. You want me to teach? I don't <laughs> think so. But <laughs> So, join us again next week, and we'll keep the Benny and Sheree conversation going. Mm -hmm.